and we back in this thing like we left some. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to this week's episode of I Got a Story to Tell. Thank you for joining me for another episode this week. Hope y'all enjoyed last week's episode. Um, <laughs> I got a couple people to hit me up. Uh, letting me know how much they enjoyed last week's story. Um, I also got a couple people hit me up um, saying uh, that I gave a great recommendation on last week's album of the week. Um, so let's get to it. This week's album of the week, I've actually heard it before. It is one of my favorite albums of all time by one of my favorite singers of all time, Donny Hathaway. Uh, this album is called These Songs For You Live. These Songs For You Live by Donny Hathaway. Uh, it's actually, if not my number one, it's one or two, um, favorite album of all time. Um, huge Donny Hathaway fan, um, that Midwest soul, man. Y'all know how we do in the Midwest. Midwest still to this day, and I'll stack my list up against anybody else's list. The Midwest has produced probably the best music artists like ever. From Michael Jackson to Prince, um, Donny Hathaway. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. Anita Baker, uh, psh, Stevie Wonder. I mean, everybody you can think of. Um, but like I said, the album is called These Songs For You Live by Donny Hathaway. It's actually a, a mixture of two other live albums um, that he had. Uh, one was uh, Donny Hathaway in performance. The other was Donny Hathaway Live. Uh, in performance, I want to say was performed. It was a live performance he had at the Troubadour in L.A. Um, and Donnie Hathaway Live, I want to say, was performed at Carnegie Hall. Um, but if you get a chance, check it out. So that's the album of the week. Um, with that being said, y'all, let's get to this story. Let's get to this one. I got a story to tell y'all. Let's go. takes place <laughs> uh, well let's go back this story starts in like 1984 I'm six years old at the time and at the time in Cincinnati like drill teams were like a big deal and so my sister was on a drill team called the Stridettes who were pretty popular back in those days and so they used to practice during the week down at this place called the Finley Street Neighborhood House. Now, if you're from Cincinnati, you're real familiar with Finley Street Neighborhood House. The rich history of boxers we've had come through the city from Ezra Charles, Aaron Pryor, Adrian Broner, uh, shit, Tim Austin, um, and so on and so forth, right? All have come through pretty much that area and the Finley Street Neighborhood House. Um, and so my sister and them would practice down there. So I would go down there on the rare occasion with my mom to watch my sister practice. 
but also at the Finley Street neighborhood house was a boxing gym. And so sometimes I would catch a glimpse of, you know, the cats down there boxing or whatever. And I was like, like in awe, like, damn, that looks like some dope shit. Um, and people who know me now, especially my brother tell you, I'm a huge boxing fanatic, right? So I'm, I love boxing. So at the time I'm like six years old and I asked my mother, I said, Ma, can I do that? And she was like, no, nah, Mikey, I don't want you doing that. So she didn't want me to box. So I left it alone. And I mean, I left it alone for years. And I remember asking my mom one more time, probably after that, I was probably like 10 or 11, asking my mom like, hey, can I go, you know, learn to box? And she like, no, nah, Mikey, I don't want you doing that. And I found out later in life when I talked to her about it, why she never wanted me to do this shit. Right. So later on in life, I'd ask my mom one time. I said, Ma, you remember I used to ask you, can I box? She said, yeah. I said, why didn't you never let me do it? She was like, because I know your temperament. You would be the type cat that going to pick a fight just to, you know, see if your boxing shit work. I didn't want you in those situations. I said, all right, cool, I guess. So now let's get to the story. My mother for years, like I said, didn't want me to box. Right. And so when I got to middle school, um, between six, oh, I take that back from fifth grade through eighth grade, I had got in a little trouble in fifth grade, sixth grade. I got into a fight at school and had to do a Saturday detention. Um, seventh grade, I got suspended for a fight. Eighth grade suspended for a fight. So throughout those four years, I got in trouble with school and my mom, you know, would bring it up from time to time. Like, see, this is why I ain't want you doing that shit, because I know how you are. So. I'm in seventh grade. My mother is really trying to figure out, like, what type of person I'm going to be really like at this time. So my mother's talking to one of her friends. Her friend says, hey. Maybe you should get Mike into karate. My mother comes home with the idea. Mikey, let me talk to you. I say, yes, ma'am. She said, what do you think about taking karate? I'm like, karate? I'm like, ma, I asked you, could I box? You know, like a few times and you told me no. She was like, and so I'm. she's hitting me with the same game that whoever she talked to hit her with. She was like, well, Michael, listen, you know, to teach you discipline, you can work on your anger, your emotions and lashing out and all that. I'm like, oh man so i'm like i i tried so where we lived at the time like there was a couple like uh karate spots like a couple dojos and shit right so i'm thinking i'm gonna go to one of those spots so i'm asking my mom i'm like so why i'm gonna take karate she's like um uh, i'm gonna talk to my friend you know she'll tell you she'll tell me and i'll tell you i'm like all right cool few days pass i'm asking my mom like well, what's up you know take karate what she's like yeah couple more days pass my mom comes to me she says mikey say yes ma'am she said i got a place where you're gonna take karate i'm like i bet so i'm thinking it's one of the spots in the area right one of the little dojo spots in the area man she says your Aunt Joe's neighbor teaches karate. I'm like, huh? She like, yeah. So my mom tells me like, hey, 
your angel gonna come pick you up take you to her house and then she's gonna drop you off at the karate spot i'm like all right bet so i go to my angel's house like a week later i'm down in the basement watching uh nba basketball on tv the celtics are playing the Sixers, and i'm all into the game my angel comes downstairs mike you ready to go i said yes ma'am I get up and walk outside like we about to get in the car. She keeps walking past the car. I'm like, where you going? She's like, oh, it's right down here at my neighbor's house. So now I'm thinking, oh, shit, I ain't even going to a real live dojo. I'm going to somebody's crib. So we go like four houses down from my aunt. We come to the crib, hit the doorbell. A lady answers. So I go inside. My angel said, well, go on in there and wait. Cause the lady tells us like, you know, well, he not here yet. He on his way home from work. So I'm like, oh. so I go into these people house. I'm just sitting in the living room quiet by myself. The lady walking throughout the house, doing laundry, all type of shit. I'm like, oh shit. So I'm sitting there. All of a sudden I hear door, the doorbell ring. Three other cats come walking in. They got on geese. Y'all know what a geese is, right? Like the karate outfit, the shit, the white pants, top belt, all that. Right. One of the niggas got on like some ninja shoes. Y'all remember the ninja shoes that split in half? Y'all remember how like Star Trek did the, the sign with they split their hand together? Pharrell and them did the shit after that for Star for what was they shit? Star Trek or whatever the fuck it was. So he had the 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 split toe uh ninja shoes on. So I'm like, oh shit, this nigga legit. I'm thinking this nigga's like Bruce Lee type shit. So I'm sitting there like, damn. I'm about to be, you know, taking karate with all these advanced niggas. They got the geese on. I got on some motherfucking sweatpants, a dusty Deodora shirt, and some Reebok classics. I'm like, oh shit. So the lady tells like, well, y'all can go on downstairs. So we go downstairs. There's a basement to the left and then the garage to your right. So we go out in the garage. They open the door. We go out in the garage. They got bags and shit with pads and mitts and all. I'm like, damn. So we go into this dusty ass garage. This nigga got like old court coat 45 posters up, um, Newport cigarette posters up, you know, all type of shit. Old school jet uh, calendars and shit with jet beauty of the weeks and shit. Like it looked like an old school barbershop type shit. So we in there in this dusty garage. One pull out a broom. He start like dusting off the floor, sweeping the floor. So I'm like, damn, I don't know nobody. Ain't nobody talking to me. They talking amongst themselves. I'm like, damn. So we waiting. We waiting, we wait. Finally, we hear a car pull up. Dude get out. He let up both sides of the garage. Garage doors up. You can look out the garage and see the rest of the neighborhood. We in there. He walks up. He got on his work pants and the work shirt. The nigga drove the city bus. He drove the metro. He got in one hand a brown paper sack. And in the other hand, some Lee's Famous Recipe chicken. He walk up. Hey, 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 I'll be down here in a minute. Y'all gonna stretch out. He go in the crib. I'm thinking, all right, he gonna come downstairs. He gonna have a gi on. He gonna get the, you know, doing all that shit, right? Because I didn't watch movies. I didn't watch karate movies and shit. Dude come downstairs about 15 minutes later. Still got his work clothes on. Nigga got a cup of liquor in one hand and a, a drumstick in the other hand. Nigga come downstairs barking orders. He want us to do like 
you know, shadow punching and shadow boxing and all that shit. So I'm looking. I ain't had no instruction. He ain't introduced himself yet or nothing. So he's just expecting me to fall in line with these cats. So I'm doing what they doing. They counting and shit in another language. Shit, I'm one, two, three. I'm lost as shit. I'm so lost. I'm like, oh, shit. So this goes on. We stretching and doing a little exercise and high knees and all type of shit, right? Finally, he like, I'll be right back. Nigga come back down. Nigga got a boom box. Sit the boom box over in the corner, plug it in. This nigga playing like regular shit. Oh, he playing regular shit. Like this ain't no like, you know what I'm saying? I'm used to watching karate movies and you know, when niggas get going, you hear all type of like 80s rock. Like shit like that. Nah, 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 nah. This nigga playing Luther. We're having a party. That type shit. So I'm like, what type of nigga jitsu is this? So I'm just like, all right, man. So he, he teaching us all type of shit. Punches. He, hey, hey. He doing all this shit in his work clothes. And this nigga's getting mad musty too. It's like, I'm like, damn. So liquor and must. So I'm like, oh shit. So I start thinking to myself, because I'm a thinker. I'm like, man, if I try any of this shit out in the street, nigga gonna beat my ass trying this nigga jitsu, right? I finished the night out, whatever. My angel... She picked me up. She said, hey, how was it? I'm like, oh, it was cool. She drives me off, drops me off to the crib. I get in the crib. My mother like, so how was it? I'm like, oh, it, it was cool. She's like, what you learn? Teach me what you learn. I said, I ain't really learned anything new. She's like, oh, okay. Maybe it take a few, you know, lessons for you to start getting. I'm like, yeah. I already don't want to go back. At this point, I do not want to go back to this nigga jitsu and motherfucking Sensei Leon, right? So I'm like, oh, shit. How do I tell my mother I don't want to go back to this shit? Couple days pass. I come home from school with my mother. Ain't Joe going to pick you up today to uh, take you to karate? I. She picked me up back at this nigga crib again. He come downstairs. Now, this is what we going to work on today. He got us working on like this. I don't know what you're calling like a routine. I guess it's a routine or whatever. He started telling us, I can get you in all the best competition. Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, man, nigga, I don't even want to be here, let alone a competition. Because if I do this shit you teaching me, I'm going to get beat smooth the fuck up, right? So, that whole day, that whole session, we just working on different punches and kicks and shit. I'm like, all right. It was a little better, but I still ain't really rocking with this. I go to probably about three more sessions, right? I start to kind of like it a little bit. Now, he ain't teaching me worth a shit, but I'm still kind of liking it. So I'm like, man, mixed with my ghetto fighting skills and this nigga jitsu, I might be able to take somebody. I might be able to get somebody in a fight. So in my head, I start formulating a plan. I said, you know what? In my next fight, next altercation I ever had, I'm going to try this nigga jitsu, right? Man, go to a few more classes. He teaching us all type of new little shit. I got a homie around this time. I got two homies that live across the street from me. Now, we done moved out to Fay Apartments at this time. We living out in the burbs a little bit. 
So I got two homies that live across the street. I got a white homie named Roy. Roy is, let me explain. Roy is, um, he reminds you of a character that'll be on like, um, what's Hank Hill in them show called? You know, like, damn it, Bobby. What's that shit called? It's a cartoon show with Hank Hill, whatever. He reminds you of a nigga like that, right? Super unathletic. Um, he's short. Got real long limbs, though. Like, his arms is real long, but he's real short. Uh, white cat with a big beer belly. But at the time, he 11, 12 years old. So, that's one of my homies. Then I got a Native American nigga that I'm cool with, right? Like, he a Native American, but he look like, um, like, he, like he Asian. And, like, he a big nigga, though. And his name Lando. But everybody called him Fuji which is some racist shit, right? So, um, he's Native American. His parents are from Oklahoma, but they live in Ohio now. So, these are my two homies. I was hanging with them, like, every day, almost. So, one day, because Roy, the short white cat with the beer gut, he had a basketball hoop at his house. So, one day, they come over to the crib, like, Mike, you want to go hoop? I'm like, yeah, we can go hoop. Now, I'm more athletic than both of these niggas combined. So, I go over there, we hooping. They're like, we're going to play 21. Everybody's familiar with the game 21. So we playing 21, right? I'm busting both these niggas' ass. I'm killing them. Pause. So I'm winning, and Roy getting mad because I'm talking shit. It's competitive. I'm talking shit, and Roy get a little upset. So he takes the ball and throws it at me, and it hit me like in my elbow and my arm. So instantly, I'm like, bitch. And I like mushing. Y'all know what mushy is, right? Like you, you palm somebody's head and like mush him. Like, bitch. So he stand up and he square up. Oh, it's that time, right? I've been waiting on this. I've been waiting on this. So Fuji, the 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 Native American nigga, like, hey, y'all chill. We cool. We ain't gonna fight not. And I'm like, shut up. So he gets mad at me. So he like. Don't tell me to shut up. And he pushed me. So now I'm like, oh, shit. It's two against one. So I'm like, oh, shit. Now, if if I play this right, if I play this right, I could be like Bruce Leroy, nigga. Like, I can get the glow and whoop both these niggas, right? So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm calculating, right? Y'all know how Denzel Equalizer hit the watch and he calculating who he gonna whoop first. So I'm calculating like, okay, this nigga Lando way bigger than me. I got to get him up out the way. I beat the brakes off of Roy. So I got to get him out the way. Stabilize the big nigga, then get to the little white cat, you know, boom, boom, boom him, and then all is, all is well, right? So... We arguing a little bit at first. I'm done arguing. I'm done arguing. I ain't about to do a whole lot of back and forth. I hear Fuji. Mow! He back up. Roy grabs me. And like got me in like, like holding my arm. This nigga Fuji hit me with one of the meanest punches I've ever felt in my life. Wow! I say, oh shit, hold on. I'm thinking to myself. Master Leon ain't teach me how to get up out of, you know, a nigga hold me and another nigga beating me up, right? We didn't get to that lesson yet. 
So I'm like, oh shit. I'm in some shit, right? This nigga Lando is hitting me with some of the meanest wham whams I've ever felt. Wop, wop. I'm like, oh shit. And I'm tussling trying to get loose. I finally get loose from Roy. And I'm like, oh shit. I'm in trouble. So I get loose. I back up and give me some space, right? So I'm like, all right, I can go to my nigga Jitsu moves, right? Hey! Like, I, that's all I did. Hey! Like, and get my stance right. These niggas got shook. I'm like, oh shit, these niggas shook up. How they scared of a. Oh, okay. That's part of my technique, right? Like, I hit them with the stance and scream and shit. They think, like, oh, this nigga a triple black belt. He on some Bruce Lee, you know what I'm saying, uh, type shit. So, we're going to chill. Fuji, he takes off. I ain't catch him, but I caught Roy. And I beat Roy ass something severe. Oh, I beat Roy ass. I beat Roy ass so good, his mother came out the back door. And was like, get off of him. What are you doing? I'm so angry and feeling good about this ass whooping. I respond, shut up, bitch. I was tripping. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have called that man mama a bitch, right? But I was feeling it at the time. So I beat him up. Oh, bop, bop. Bop, 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 right? I'm hitting him with all types of shit, right? So he goes in the house. He crying. He all type of shit. I walk around the block back to the crib. I walk in the house. I'm like, ooh, now I need to catch Fuji. I need to catch Lando, right? I'm waiting, I'm waiting. He bring his big ass out and he walk into the store, to the Dairy Mart. I said, yeah, I'm gonna catch this bitch soon as he coming back. He coming back from the Dairy Mart. He got a clearly Canadian drink in his hand. I run outside. What's up now, bitch? Whop, 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 whop. Whop, whop. Oh, I'm hitting him with some shit. This nigga Jitsu is working. Oh, this nigga Jitsu is working. I said, oh, yeah, nigga. I'm a full-fledged ninja at this point. I beat the brakes off Lando. Lando goes in the house. He crying. He upset. I'm, I'm sitting at the crib. I'm feeling good. Lando mama come across the uh, street where we stay. Knock on the door. Doo, doo, doo. I answer the door. Yes. You beat up my son? Say, yeah, he, he beat me up early. And I just, I got him back. You don't do that. I Slim. She leave. I'm feeling so good. I said, oh, nigga, I can't lose. I can't lose. You mix up my ghetto fighting skills with this motherfucking nigga jitsu. Nigga, it's a rap for cats. That's what I thought. Couple weeks later, I'm at school. <laughs> Me and this other nigga get into it. We back and forth. We in science class. We back and forth, back and forth. The nigga says something to me. I say something back to him. He rushes me. But he don't go all the way with it. Like he run up to me and stop. So as he stop, I step back. Wow. I catch him. Punch him straight in the face. Wow. He back up. He mad now.
So he assessing, like, do I really want to fight this nigga? So in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, here go my chance. I hit him with the stance and, hey, the nigga going to be shook. Now, mind you, everybody around looking. We in class. The teacher, stop, boy, stop, stop, stop. So he walk up on me. I back up. Hey, but the nigga ain't shook. He just looking at me like, oh, you on some loud shit. You're not scaring me with this karate routine, right? So I'm, hey, the nigga look and swing and jaw me. Pow! I said, oh, now I got to recalculate. So I back up again and hit him with the, hey, nigga, the nigga's not scared. So he rushes me. I lead the whole karate shit alone. Now I'm a fucking matador and a bull is rushing me. I sidestep. The nigga's rushing me, but with his head down and I push him and he goes past me. Bing! Hits his head on the corner of a desk and that nigga falls to the ground. He falls to the ground. I go in MMA mode, right? This UFC, I'm in the cage. Nigga down. I'm hammer fisting. So. He fall on the ground. I'm just punching this nigga. Wow. 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 Hit this nigga three solids. They grab me up off of him. He leaking. All that shit. Go to the office. Talk to me. Suspended. I get home and my mother is pissed. My mother mad as shit. I can't believe you at these people's school fighting, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, Ma, we got into it. I wasn't just going to let him whoop me. Why are you up there arguing and fighting? You supposed to be there to get an education, all this shit. I get it, Ma, but he rushed me. I don't want to hear that shit. She going off. She yelling. So I say, when I should have been shutting the fuck up, I decide to say, but Ma, you made me go to karate so I can defend myself. My mama slapped the dog shit out of me. Pow! First thing I wanted to do was step back and say, hey! But I just went to my room. I'm out, y'all. Oh, yeah.